The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. I uh, started down a road last week with this teaching. You know, this it's it's it'll be uh, Halloween pretty soon. We don't celebrate that, my wife and I, and the people that I've taught over the years. But uh, I thought it was a good time of year for me to scare you. Uh, because if you want to you crop your crowd down, mention prophets, because <laughs> people, it, it, it's like coming upon an accident. You kind of want to be there to help, but then you're kind of scared to look at what's going on in there. And uh, people want to know what the world's coming to. According to God's word, uh, the appropriate thing would be to say it's coming to a close. Now, people talk about the end of the world. Let me know we're living in a world without end. It'll be renewed. So we don't come to the end of the world. We come to the end of ages. That was the question that they asked Jesus. What should be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? The word is eon. It's a space. It's, so we're, we're down here, <clears throat> and we wonder. Is Curtis still over here? Curtis, bring that over here. Uh, don't worry, I'm going to bring my board back out. I'm not selling Amway. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. Uh, did, how many of you last week got this little uh, handout I had? Very crude handout. Did you, did you get it? Okay, if you want one, I'll give you one if anybody needs one. Curtis, come and, uh, pass some out to anyone who wants them. And... Uh, so we're going to take a little while today and reestablish what we were talking about. And I want you to understand, oh, what are we going to do about that, Curtis? Does this mean I have to stand on my head while I teach? Okay. Okay, thank you. There you go. Isn't that amazing? That's what Jesus did to my world on the third Saturday, November 1975. How many uh, Christmas does it take to <laughs> turn the board over? Okay, let me just go through this with you real quick. I'm going to read you a couple of scriptures first so you don't say I'm a, her- a heretic. Uh, I want you to go to 1 Timothy chapter 4. And I'm going to talk about it. I'm just going to leave you with a point today that I want to make. Uh, we went through uh, this last year. Uh, Adam, in the beginning, God, from Adam to Abraham. These are approximates. We know the flood was about 1,500 years after the world was created. And so then after Noah came off, Ham, Sham, and Japheth, and out of that, you know, uh, the, then came Abraham and the patriarchs. So the second 2,000 years was the law. This was uh, the dispensation of innocence, human government, and so on and so forth, how they ruled back then. Uh, conscience, that's the only way they could rule. They didn't have any laws. Paul said when the, when, when the law came, sin revived and I died. In other words, up to a certain period, nobody here had that consciousness because the word wasn't there. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, Psalm 107 verse 20 said he sent his word and healed us. 
and delivered us from our destruction. And Hosea 4, 6 uh, says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So ignorance is, is the destruction that the human race is called in. There were, uh, after the Emancipation, Emancipation Proclamation, there were a lot of black uh, folks that were kept as slaves because their masters kept them ignorant. They didn't know how to read. They didn't know how to uh, do, they, they didn't know about any rights or anything. A lot of them been born on those plantations and stuff. So we were, we're that way. If you're not instructed on the truth that's in God's word, several things. God said, I would not have you ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. It also says in 1 Thessalonians, I would not have you ignorant concerning them which are asleep. Right. See that, so the dead, the dead, think of the millions and billions, I suppose. They say that there's 7 billion people on the earth and there's been that many that's lived from Adam up till now. That's an approximate again. There's a lot of folks laying out there in the dirt. What's going to become of them? What's going to become of my loved ones? What's going to become of the people that I care about. And uh, I'll get into that with you in just a minute, just to wet your whistle there. First Timothy chapter 4, uh, verse 1 and 2. Uh, the, the bulb is out on the projector. I told, Curtis told me that when I sat down there. I said, don't worry, I know that demon. <laughs> You've been in the ministry 40 years. Everything goes out. So... Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, somebody say latter times, some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Does that sound like the 6 o'clock news? <laughs> I mean, uh, anyway. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, you know, that, that is a, it's a numbing effect that has happened, that happens to the conscience because people are lulled to sleep by, a lot of times, by ignorance or sameness. You know, the, the, the greatest destruction to your new revelation is your old ones. What we call an old revelation after it goes to seed is tradition. Mark chapter 7, Jesus said, your traditions have made the word of God ineffective. Right. See, what happened to Eve is she thought she knew what God said. She tried to serve God from memory, and, and she had the wrong memory. Right. And so when the devil said yay and turned a period into a question mark, she fell for it. Mm. And so uh, a lot of folks in this day that we're in are, are just, they, they pay more attention you know, people think this con that, that uh, we base our lives on the Constitution. You know, did you know that all the rights that a lot of people have that we think are wrong because we look at the Bible, they look at the Constitution. If we didn't have, if the Constitution didn't have a Bible, a man does have a, a right to marry a man if he pays his taxes and behaves. That would make him a citizen. But if we're going by the word of God, he does not have that right. There, there, no, those rights go away because I'm dead. My life is hid with Christ and God. I, I, my rights are gone. That's why if somebody offends you, 
You have a reason to get back at them, but you don't have a right. Not if you're dead and your life's saved with Christ and God. So the problem is we got a bunch of walking dead. Isn't that ironic that the number one TV show in the country is The Walking Dead? See? So, anyway, that's a little preacher tangent. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who should judge the quick, the living, and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering. And doctrine. Doctrine is what you believe and why you believe it. If what you believe is what the preacher says or what the evangelist says and you don't have the verification of God's word, then you're, that's why if the preacher turns right or he turns left and you follow him, then uh, I always tell people, if you keep your Bible face up, yeah. see, face up, you won't wind up face down in the jungle like 900 people did back in 1977 because they, they followed a man instead of the truth about God's word. It's a trend right now. Uh, uh, Gregory Dickow, I mentioned it last time, the evangelist, TV evangelist, that good teacher, he brought this stat up today that 80% of believers, of Christians, do not have a daily Bible reading habit. 60% do not believe that the Bible is the infallible word of God. Amos chapter 8 said, in the last days, There'll be a famine of hearing the word. There's not a famine of the word. Everybody's preaching. I mean, you, I mean you, can, uh, you, can, you can wake up with it, go to sleep with it. You can turn the tube on. You get uh, any, so much internet. You just think one of the signs to me of the coming of the Lord is TBN. When Paul uh, Crouch and, and Jan Crouch founded that. They had no idea. They had one little fuzzy TV set in uh, Santa Ana, California, I believe it was. Now they're literally, how many know this gospel must be preached throughout the whole earth? And God rigged a way to be able to do this. So no reason for people not to hear the word. But there's a difference between hearing the vibrations of that sound. They say you can drop a straight pin on concrete. I've never tested it. And that the shock wave will go all the way around the world before it stops. Wow. So sound, sound, noise, vibrations in the ear that cause me to understand the word does not mean that I'm hearing. Otherwise, the Holy Spirit wouldn't have said seven times in the book of Revelation, he that hath an ear. Yeah. Well, obviously people, are, unless they have some deformity or something, have this appendage hanging on the side of their head. But you, just because you... Just because you hear those sounds and understand those words does not mean that you hear. There's a difference between hearing and listening. And so people, if it's a subject that they don't want to know about, like holiness, sanctification, it's like they, they go on autopilot. What do you say? He say, 
Magnification, I didn't hear what he said. So this topic I'm talking about is the, the lethargic, uh, I gave you this word, uh, uh, somnambulism. Remember I gave you that last week or two weeks ago? How many heard me talk about somnambulism is the, the, the word, it means sleepwalking. It means sleepwalking. So if we have uh, dozed off, then we need to be awakened. Now that's what this group out there setting all the places on fire and burning everything down there saying they're, they're woke. They're woke. It's a bad time for them to be woke and us asleep. Come on, I'm preaching better. Yeah, I can. I'm not going to charge you nothing. So, for the, now verse 3, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears or tickled the ear. My God, man. My God. See, we, we have designer everything. Everything's designer. We want things that's got a name on it. A horse on the back or a, a, a check place on us. or something. We want something that reflects that, we, that we're a part of the designer group. Well, we have designer preachers, man. We have designer ministries and, and uh, elite groups. Did you know that uh, when I came here for the small church conference when um, Brother Henner and they were here, that 1% of the church is what you see on television? The mega churches represent 1% of the church. So it's a false narrative. I'm looking at that thinking all churches are like that. Most churches are under 200 or under the, the vast majority. So you can go, and I've, I've been in Hamilton 40 years, pastoring and, and ministering, and I, I watched that, uh, that unconscious merry-go-round of trying to find a place that feels better. Well, you, wanna, you, you know, you tell them, you know, I, I said we have changed the word of God. It used to say you should know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now it says you should know the truth and the truth will make you mad. <laughs> we don't want the truth. The prophet, the prophet said that, the, that, the, that the, the, the people in the Old Testament said preach unto us smooth things. Smooth things. Another place he said we have become like one that sings a pleasant song. You know, you, you hear a song, you love it, you play it over and over and over and over and over, and then, and, and then finally it's just you're numb to, to the words of it. Amen? I'm concerned that in this day, this day, that we have hit the snooze button so many times we cannot hear the alarm. The Lord is coming soon. The Lord is coming soon. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrines. But after their own lust, they shall help to themselves teachers having itching ears or tickle their ears. They shall turn their ears away from the truth 
and shall be turned unto fables. That word is fiction. Fiction. No. It, 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 it's this, this thing that goes around that nothing matters. We're so, we got more, we have grace to the point that it has become, it has become uh, like a numbing effect. There is no conviction. There is no way out. You don't need sanctification. You don't need holiness. You don't have to live right. See, it doesn't matter. Why? Because I'm going to heaven. And that's a total misconception yes, of God's truth about why that you uh, uh, try to achieve sanctification. See, the blood of Jesus gets you ready for heaven. Sanctification and holiness gets you ready for earth to help with this harvest. Right. Nobody wants to go into battle with, you know, a thousand pound anvil hanging on their back. That's another scripture we've changed. You know, when the Philippian jailer come out and fell down at Paul and feet and Silas' feet, he 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 was he was he knew he was going to have to die. He, he and he said, "What must I do to be saved?" I mean, it doesn't matter. What, I mean, what do you need me to do? Come on. I mean, t- just tell me what I have to do. Because yeah. yeah. my life's involved in it. If them prisoners escaped, they had to kill themselves. The guard had to kill themselves. So his life was hanging in the balance to know what the truth is. How do you do it? Come on. See, now, now we, don't say, we don't say, what must I do to be saved? We come to the altar or the preacher say, what can I do and still be saved? So that, that, that is, that is we're not, see, a lot, a lot of times people misunderstand the preaching or the, the, the Bible is full of behavioral text. And those behavioral texts are not trying to get me there. That's not what's getting me to heaven. It is not by works of righteousness which we've done, but it's my willingness to become a better soldier. No man at worth entangles himself in this life. Remember this scripture right here. Uh, For the time will come, and that's what I'll just call this this morning for the sake of the whatever they make here. Thumb drives, CDs, DVDs, eight tracks. I know they don't make. <laughs> so, I want you to go with me now to Second, First uh, and Second Thessalonians chapter uh, four, five, and, and chapter two in the Second Thessalonians. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but I want to give you the gist. Of war, where I mean, understand there is going to be a return. Adam to Abraham, conscience Abraham to Christ, the law. The Bible says the law came through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So, and, and 2,000 years ago started the church age. Um, so, we're in 58 to 71 or something for the Jews, 2020 for us. And so, that brings us up to about 6,000 years of recorded history. 2020 is the date. So 2,000, 2,000, and 2,000, 6,000, 2 Peter chapter 
uh, 3, verse 8 says, a day with the Lord is like a thousand years, a thousand years is like one day. You just imagine how small time is just thrown out into eternity. It's nothing. It's a blink. The Bible calls it, it's like a watch in the night. It's just, and because, you know, we live in a different sensory than God. God's in eternity. He's outside of time. Time is in God, and God, God is not, he's not caught in that. You know, it's like, it's like if you were to take your hands and put it on a tree and try to feel it, to grow, feel it growing. Is it growing? Yeah, but can I feel it? No, because my, my sensories are moving so much faster than that tree that there's no way to do it. So time is like that. We're born, you know, the, Moses said we could get three score and ten and ten more if we, if we did well. I'm in decade number eight. And so... Uh, uh, at this point, you don't you you, you kind of quit fooling yourself. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going somewhere. Now I'm either I'm either I'm either I'm either going the 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 natural way, or I'm going the supernatural way. And I believe for me in my house, it is the supernatural way. And uh, so, uh, let's just look at this for a moment, and then we'll we'll talk some more about that. In, in uh, First Thessalonians. I said that, didn't I? You can tell I'm stalling, right? I still like to use my Bible. I'm sorry if I'm a little slow. Okay. First Thessalonians chapter 4. And incidentally, there's no way I can do anything today but with your whistle because each one of these things, you could come back and teach on all of them. You know what I mean? And, and we did for years. That was, that's what I cut my teeth on was finding out these things about um, the church, Israel, the time, current events, and watching them. I always did a little segment in my church, News Beyond the News, and I'd get on the Internet and find the things that were happening around the world that if you're not conscious that they're going on, they're happening right in front of you, and you don't even see them. And so, uh, in, in, in 1 Thessalonians, let, let me do this. You've already seen this, right? I hope you got it because you're done. Let me turn around like this. I'm just manhandling it. The wheels are locked. There you go. It makes Ruth, makes Ruth think I'm strong. Can you see that on there all right? I want whoever's out there beyond the eyeball to see that. So instead of putting the others up here, I'm just going to start with this little circle right here and then this bigger circle. I am not selling Amway. And then a bigger circle. And that is not Frosty the Snowman laying down. Okay. <laughs> this is called the tribulation period. I mean, it's hard of that. The tribulation period. This is the millennial kingdom. This is a new heaven and new earth. Woo! Amen? It's going to, my God, you can't hardly think about it without talking in tongues. So, this, all this stuff that happened back here, we, we know right here in the church age, okay, 2,000 uh, years. Uh, but right here is an event prior to that 
It's called the rapture. How many still believe in the rapture? Come on, shout like you mean it. That just means the catching away, to be caught away. The Bible doesn't say rapture. But always remember the Bible doesn't say Bible. (laughs) It's just because it's not written in there. It it says uh, that we will be caught up. That's a word, a rapio, that means literally to snatch away. And, and things have to make sense to me. If they, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm simple. Uh, a lot of people told me that along the way. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense to me. <clears throat> if you look at all the Old Testament evacuations, uh, Noah, amen, God, it was the ark, and, and then Lot, the, the angel, the, Lot was a product of negotiation. Yeah. And the angels come in and got him. Uh, Luke 6, or Luke, Luke 17, 29, I believe it is, says the same day. Come on, I like that. So people, that means that all hell is loaded. Come on, man, we're, we're killing babies after they're born. Moloch is smiling, see, and we have a group of people called the Supreme Court that can't make a decision whether or not that's wrong. <clears throat> In 1973, they initiated it, but now it's, it's full uh, term, and then kill them on the table. You, 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 the, the mother can make a choice before and after, so it's tribal. I said last week, we... We lost the, the creation, the power of creation in 1925 during the Scopes Monkey Trial when uh, evolution was allowed to be teach, taught. 1962-3, we lost the Bible and prayer. So God, God's not your creator. You can't talk to him. He can't talk to you. And we've taught a generation that. 42% of the uh, professors in these, liberal, uh, in these colleges are liberal. They're, they're, teaching, uh, they're teaching what I was just talking about. They are seducing spirits. They're seducing spirits. Training people that, that it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe it. That's a lie from hell. You, gotta, you, gotta know, you have to know the difference between light and dark. And God, God has given you... <coughs> I'm sorry, what was that water? God's given you your spirit to do that. That's, That's mine. She ain't giving hers up, man. That's good. <laughs> so your senses were made to <clears throat> get you in touch with creation. You see it, you feel it, you don't want to trip over it. And when you try to hang out with God like that, because uh, it was your spirit that God gave, in order for you to communicate with God. Creation. I'm going to kick it over right now. So if it's not regenerated, you can't. The natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God because they're foolishness unto him, and neither can he know them. They're just like this screen. They don't. You knew I was going to work that in, didn't you? <laughs> they're dead without the light. Yeah. means nothing. It's just hanging out there. There's no reflection of what's going on. So... It makes sense to me if God evacuated Noah, 
God evacuated Lot, that God will evacuate his church. That, that the, the scripture says in, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9, we have not been appointed to wrath, but to obtain salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. And people talk like the first three years of the tribulation period won't be that bad. Chapter 6, where it starts at, and I'll show you that in a minute, says the great day of the wrath of the Lamb has come. So it's not going to be pretty from beginning to end. Jesus called it, and Daniel, a time like there never was or never shall be. We have not seen anything. That's the bad news for the world. The good news is we ain't going to be here. You know, just imagine, this is simple. You know, I live with Ruth. She cleans everything. So she's not going to be cleaning along, just go right across my books like that. She's going to lift them up, clean everything off, and then lay it back down. That's exactly what God's going to do with the church. So, during this time here, this period right here, I'd like to start here and kind of work my way back. So, remember, this is part two of knowing the time. Okay. Uh, Romans 13 Verses 11 and 12. Knowing the time, it is high time to wake out of sleep. We, from the night is far spent, the day is at hand, now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. So, what is this? This, is, this here is Revelation 21 and 22. If you want to know where you're at, come in this way. The millennial kingdom, uh, right, right here, is uh, Re- Revelation 20. A strong angel come down, binds the devil for a thousand years, puts him in the pit, and then we rule and reign with Christ. This is the seventh day. Okay. Adam to Abraham, 2,000. Abraham to Christ, 2,000. Christ to now, 2,000. And on the seventh day, what did God do? What did he do? Come on, y'all act like you ain't never heard of that. Rest. Rest. Woo. So this, this happens... After this. So the, the evacuation is here. The return is here. This is what's called the second coming. Okay. These things I've read to you this morning, and I'll finish in just a minute, are things that indicate where we're at here that are happening between this and that. In the last days, perilous times should come. In the last time. People will be giving heed to seducing spirit. Uh, in, in the last days, people will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And so uh, I wanted to put these up uh, on, on the screen, but I can't. You're just going to have to catch them because uh, I don't know when I started. Yay. Okay. So this week, what is it here? It's what, what happens after that we're removed, we're not going to be here. Why do we need to know about it? Well, it's just an indicator of, of the time. We're not there. We're not here. And we're not there. But we're over in here, and this is next. This is the book of Revelation, the tribulation period. And the, the book of Revelation, I'll give you a quick 
run through, see, is divided into, uh, I got more room to do that here, see, into these parts. Chapters one through three is about the church, right? The seven churches. You read it. Chapters four and five. If you read chapter four, John is saying, uh, uh, I heard a voice that sounded like a trumpet saying, come up here. What was that? And I'll show you the things which shall be hereafter. So he takes him into the hereafter. So this is the rapture. And then uh, from chapter 6 to chapter 18 is, is this. It's a tribulation period. Okay. Chapter 19, the second coming. Chapter 20, the millennial. Chapter 21 and 22, the new heaven and new earth. Now that don't seem so hard, does it? You know how you kill a thousand alligators? One at a time. <laughs> so I don't study the book of Revelation like I used to. It's like reading a map to a place I'm not going. But I do want to know about it. I want to know because there's indicators that if you, if you, uh, if you, if you see this is divided right here, what's the tribulation period? How many's ever heard of anti-Christ? Amen? He's here. He's alive right now. His spirit is in the earth. This, 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 what we're feeling, what we're feeling is, Antichrist is not just a man, just like, just like, uh, uh, you know, Paul said, I'm not there, but I can be with you in spirit. See, so the spirit of God moves upon the face of the earth. Well, so the enemy's like that. That It's a notion. It's a training. It's the way we've been uh, steeped into believing things that, that are lies because there, there is coming an end but it's an end to an age a time it's a difficult thing it's a scary thing for some people to think if you're afraid of the coming of the Lord then I'll pray with you right here at the altar when I get done that's like a fat man being scared of candy Why? Because it's 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 it. This is the this is the this is the fever pitch of God coming after His bride without a spot, without a wrinkle. See, the the Holy Spirit said to me a, a couple of weeks ago, the bride's dress is in the cleaner. The bride's dress. See it? It, it can't have a wrinkle. You ain't going to have no bride going to go up and meet her groom with dirt on her dress and spots and wrinkles. You're not going to look like she's been out all night the night before. That dress is going to be clean. Brilliant. Brilliant. See, that's why the scripture says, relating to that in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26, that he may cleanse the church with the washing of water by the word, Amen. not not uh, you know, 
funny stories or allegories, but the piercing of the word. The piercing of the word. And this is just a truth. In this, so we're not, we're not here. We're not here. We're not here. But we're still here. And inside the things that are happening there, the spirit, all of this, uh, Antifa, the roots of Black Lives Matters is a communist group funded by George Soros. Not, not Listen, there is a reason for protest. There is a reason to be upset and wanting to change the world. I remember Dr. King. I remember, I remember the segregation movements. I remember Birmingham. I remember all, all the things that were going on. I remember the Watts riots. I remember burning down Chicago, burning down uh, Boston, all those different things. And as far as I was concerned, I didn't blame nobody. But part of that gets hijacked. And it's hijacked by the spirit of Antichrist. Because this is not... A, this, 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 there has to be a means to an end when you protest. And it has to be seated in a reason that, that, that has love in it. I'm doing this. I'll put my life on the line because I love my brothers. That's not what I'm seeing in a lot of that. So I'm just saying. So we're, we're looking at all of this. We're looking at the, we're looking at the uh, COVID. Just imagine this. I'm reiterating some stuff because I have to. Uh, in, in, in February or March, I think it was February, suddenly the greatest economy in the history of the world that we know of was interrupted by germ. It's not just here. It's every place in the world. And there have been pandemics. The Spanish flu, less the, the effects of it, two years. We don't know, they don't know how long this thing's going to last. But there was a difference there. There was war. There's many people died of the flu as did in the world, First World War. And it subsided and people went back to work. But 40 million people lost their jobs and the church was shut up in the house and could not assemble in the building. Wow. And then we rolled in. This is why it makes me know that there's all these helpers in the spirit bringing a lot of these things on. And I've told you, it's not without the consciousness of God. Everything happens by design or permission. Jesus was crucified because God permitted it. Pilate told him, don't you know I can kill you? He said, you can't do nothing to me unless you get your power from above. You don't have any, you don't have, you're, you're not in charge here. I'm not getting murdered. I'm laying my life down. And so, that, so, so it is now. We're in this quandary about where we are. Matthew 24, Jesus called these things the beginning of sorrow. Thanks around verse 8, maybe. The beginning of sorrow. The word sorrow is birth pains. It's birth pains. And so we're, we're in these pangs. And uh, lots of the prophets are saying they're going to be 
you know, Dutch Sheets uh, and these guys that have been, I've had confidence in for a long, long time. And, uh, but they feel that maybe a billion souls will be saved. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson. Um, these, uh, lot, uh, Jonathan Kahn, a lot of these people. But the only, the only indicator we have of that is that the angels will come and help with the harvest. At what point? It could be here. It could be here. But the point is that all the, all the other signs are pointing to the fact uh, that uh, the day's not coming. The day's here. It's not coming. It's here. And so it's not, we're not having a string of bad luck. You know, it's not a string of bad luck. Not, not that just brings disaster. And now it's creeped into our palace, our, our White House. And the ruler of the free world is battling it, which means anybody can get it. And so what, what time is it? Help me find that eraser there Take that bottom off. Did you get that bottom there? Okay. If you, if you need, well, take that bottom off for me. So, I'm going to give you a couple more little things because I'll wind up being here all day. The First Thessalonians chapter four. First Thessalonians chapter four. I was there about an hour ago, wasn't I? Okay. Chapter, um, let's see about chapter four, verse uh, twelve, verse thirteen. Read it to me, Jenny. In the King James, it said, I would not have you ignorant. Now, God looked you in the face and said, look, I got this thing. I don't want you to be ignorant about it. I don't want you to come to a place that it doesn't matter. You know, while you're getting faith, you're getting blessed, you're getting prosperous, you're getting healed. Just remember, there's a group of people that's going to be alive at that time, and God needs your service. God needs your service. God doesn't need us to hide out. We don't have to go to a mountain and wait for God. This is the greatest time to be alive in the history of the universe. This is that. This is that day, that hour, when we're surrounded by false teachers, liars, propaganda, humanism, liberalism, socialism, all the things that's going on in the world. You know, we get, there, you know, Sean Handy's been saying it for years. There, there is no journalism left. There is no, there's no news. There's no, uh, we, you know, we, we can't sit down and find out ha- what happened around the world. We can't get out of the, the White House or we can't get out of the street. And so we're, we're in that age. Uh, if you read Daniel chapter 12, verse 4, Daniel told, God told Daniel, 
that in the last days, knowledge will be increased and men will be running to and fro throughout the whole earth. Now imagine that. I'm talking about eternity past, eternity future, six little thousand years uh, dropped in here. And up until, I don't know, trains were invented, whatever that was, late 1800s, I guess. The fastest a man could go was about 30 miles an hour, 35 miles an hour on the back of a horse. When we think about the last days, we think about the last few weeks or something. No, the last days started at Pentecost. In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And it's been continuing. But he started that and he's going to finish it. And things are going to happen that precede that that make us know. One of them is men will be running to and fro throughout the whole earth. Well, we ain't just running throughout the whole earth. We've got a space station. We're starting a space force. I mean, we're, we're, and because, you know, it's, it's, it's like being born in the backseat of a Rolls Royce limousine and trying to understand poverty. We, 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 we've lived in this, all of this stuff that goes on. I've been here, like I said, uh, uh, getting close to the middle of this eighth decade. And, you know, me and my cousin stood on the back porch. I had a tin can and a string, and he had the tin can. He was in the outhouse. I was on the back porch. <laughs> we had party lines and rotary phones. I said the other day, I'm pre-colored television. I'm actually pre-television or close. I'm, I'm, I'm pre a lot of things. I'm older, I'm older than Israel. <laughs> They were born in 1948, I was born in 1947. So I'm just saying, we don't, we don't, we don't know the progression, but I kind of had a panoramic view of the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. Well, the 60s and 70s are kind of, <laughs> they're kind of blank. I, I saw a shirt at the mall years ago that said, if you remember the 60s, you weren't really there. That's kind of the truth. So, but, but we've seen how things have changed. I'm like Ricky and Lucy days, twin beds. No H2, HBO. There will be H2O, you can answer that. But you understand what I'm having, so it's, just, it's been a progressive decline to where nothing matters. We're like the frog in the kettle, and along with destroying the world, it has contaminated the church. It's been dragged in because it's a part of, it's what the spirit of Antichrist is. Uh, it's what I call the Barney Church. I love you, you love me. We're one big dysfunctional family. Doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe it. No, that drifted out of hell. Amen? So, uh, I would not have you ignorant concerning them or their sleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain and be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. 
What are we going to do? Well, we're going to get out of here. All you have to do to go is what they did in the days of Noah. Get on the boat. How do I get on the boat? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. That's never changed. The, the, I believe in the life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. I don't believe he, I believe he's alive right now. You can handle him. He's got hair. I'm envious. He's got, he's got teeth. All he don't have is blood. See, you don't need blood in heaven. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So blood is, is an earth thing to circulate what you need out of your food. But it's holy because Leviticus 17 said the life of all flesh is in the blood. You remember when uh, Jesus raised from the dead and Mary found him? And she was going to grab him. She was going to grab him once she got the revelation. Remember what he said? Don't touch me. Is he being high and mighty in an ungodly way? No. Don't touch me. Why? Because I'm not yet ascended. Ascended word to the mercy seat. To take that blood I brought from earth, put it there for the sins of the whole world. And so once that blood was shed and once God did what he did, he's still, he's alive. He's very alive. He's very alive. And so uh, all of these things that, you know, I do not have to be a meteorologist to have enough sense to get out of the rain. I see them dark clouds coming from Indiana, rolling in low, little wind. I'm going to roll the windows up on my car. Why? Because I know uh, things are about to change. And so we've watched the progression here. You know, the virus, destruction of the economy. Why is that? What does that mean to me? Because I've read the book of Revelation. One of the horses uh, is famine. Here, uh, see, a loaf of bread will take a penny. What is a penny in, in it? It's a day's work. So famine, hunger, all those things will be uh, poured out. We're de- Listen, the state of the earth right now, and this is what will cause the major wars because of lack need to take place. And uh, so we, we're feeling the, the shockers. I won't get my paperwork out, but how many saw the fires in California? There's uh, 12 states, 100 fires. Uh, one senator said he got in his car and tried to get out of the smoke. He drove 600 miles and couldn't get out of the smoke. They said it's apocalyptic. We've never seen it like this. I was listening to music, laying in my bed, which I do late at night, I had my earpods in, and uh, I got down to the end of this song, I heard one word, it was Amos. Amos, it's like, sound like a dime dropping in a tin bucket, you know, when you hear something, it's like Amos. I thought, well, I'm going to read that. 
And I did. I read the first chapter, went into the second chapter seven times. Let's see. Seven times. That marker confused me. I thought it was one of my fingers. Seven times God said this. Seven different rulers. You can read it. He said the reason is because of transgression, three transgressions and then four. And the fact was that their heart was full of idols. That sounds like one of our big TV shows. American Idol. We love icons. We love idols. And we almost build ourselves up in our heart to compare with each of them sometimes. Amen. That's what I do in my spare time. I don't know what you got. Seven times it said, I will send a fire on Teman. I will send a fire on Judah. I will send a fire. I will send a fire. And I said, it's, it's like in California, they're not, they think God has nothing to do with this stuff. They think it's uh, global warming. Or a pyromaniac. Who's setting all them fires? Well, a lot of it's lightning. Lightning. God sometimes knows how to fight fire with fire. But the problem is we have no place of repentance. Why? Because we're not repenting to, to nobody because we're mad. We're mad at Wuhan. We're mad at China. We're, we're mad at the people. We're mad at the president. He caused the, he caused the economy to crash. He, you know, he should have done this. He should have done that. Listen. The way things work, when, uh, I want the musicians to come up, is that okay? I'm going to close and come and play softly. They're going to need some kind of anesthetic. <laughs> when, when the Jews were taken into Babylon, how many remember that? Into Babylon. I wasn't there, but I, I read about it. <laughs> I was almost there, yeah. And uh, so in Babylon, uh, Nebuchadnezzar carried them away. Jeremiah had prophesied about it. Seventy years they would be there. But how many know it wasn't Nebuchadnezzar that did it? God judged them because they wouldn't keep the Sabbath. See, the Sabbath was for a lot more than just your body. I mean, the land had to rest. It's just the way it works. It's all of that stuff. And so God judged them, took down all their ability to fight back. They kept talking like they were going to. He said, look, you either surrender to them or you're all going to be killed. You're going into, you're going to, you're going into this because you have to have an abbreviation here to make you understand you can't deal with me like that you can't take the the cover off this electric and stick your fingers in there it, it, it our God's a consuming fire well Jesus came I know he did and he's begged people for 2,000 years to get on the boat God wouldn't do a thing like that.
don't know what God you're serving. But the one I serve keeps his word. He's just. I mean justice. He has justice. It works like this. During the tribulation period, uh, a third or two-thirds of the water be turned to blood. People have wanted to murder, wanted to kill. You know one of the biggest problems in the earth today is violence. You know what it was in the days of Noah, chapter 6? The earth was filled with violence. And men's thoughts were continually evil. So there comes a place. It happened, it happened in the old world that God had to do something. And what he was doing was saving Noah, his wife, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, and their wives. A righteous seed. If God hadn't sent the world, the water, Jesus couldn't come. There would have been no righteous seed. Abraham came through there. Isaac came through there. Jacob came through there. Twelve sons, Judah, Father Jesus. They, they would all have been killed because, and God, there was a time when God had to do it because a lot was being vexed. Look that word, vexed. He, it was trying to pull him, or, or no, I'm sorry, it was trying to pull him into the condition they were in. So God had to step in and said, no, that's enough. This is a righteous man. Here's what I'm going to do. For 120 years, he preached. But he built the ark. I've always said, if they find it, it's probably full of fingernails down the side. Well, they finally woke up when that first drop of rain hit them on the head. You see, it, it had never rained. Only a dew went up from the earth and then came back down. And here they are. Drop, drop, drop. What is that? Spiritually speaking, it's beginning to rain. We see it. The whole world is poised for war. Iraq, Iran, Libya, Ethiopia. All, all of Europe is rain. Europe is rain. They have, they have whole sections that the police can't even go in. It's starting to become that way here. Call them safe zones. We're just living in a very troublous time, but it's, it's, it should be like we're thawing out. We're waking up, man. This is, are you telling me? You telling me? that I get to be a part of the greatest event in the history of the world? And then seven years later, Revelation 19, Behold, I saw a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. On his head were many crowns. 
His name is called the Word of God. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, around verse 4 or 5 says that he will, do, or, no, I'm sorry, I'm down about 8 or 9, that he will destroy him with the brightness of his coming. This is, not a, this is not a fair fight. <laughs> you know, this, this, is, this is God being long-suffering. I was doing a little study not long ago, and they asked, they asked what's your favorite attribute about God? And I said, long-suffering. God suffers long with the fruit of the earth. He, he doesn't, he's not willing that any would perish but all that would come to repentance. I'm not going to hijack you for all day, but I'm just telling you, you ought to be excited about being alive. If I ever come back, I'll finish this. On that. This here, if you're going to read the book of Revelation, you have to read Daniel. At least read Daniel 7, 8, and 9. One of the things that this is the missing week from Daniel. 62 weeks and 7 weeks from the rebuilding of the temple until Christ was cut off. 483 years. And then it skips. It comes to here. God tells Daniel in chapter 12, seal up the book until the time of came. So all of this revelation started in the last 100, 150 years. So it's, it's really, really interesting to me that, you know, it's like finding something and you don't know what it is. Look at it. Trying to figure out if it's trash, is it a treasure, is it a puzzle, is it a conundrum, is it, is it truth? You have to stare at it a long time lay the pieces across it, line upon line, and here a little and there a little, and all of a sudden you start seeing the picture. Our God is so amazing. Amen. If you don't know him today, I would encourage you, you that are watching, uh, if you haven't accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, you need, you need, to, get, you need to get with him. This, this is that. This is the day. How, how big a span is in between the things that will come and the things that can happen now? I'm not sure. Is anybody else? We're, we're believing for a harvest. Big one, amen. Sweeping. Billions. Billions may be coming that's not predicated on a bunch of specific scriptures. This stuff is established by scriptures from beginning to end. What the possibility is. So here, here's the message. Here's what Jesus would say if he was here today. He said, we're well, all bold. Well, just leave me alone. you got to remember I used to beat Jesus a long time ago. I better clarify that. <laughs> It was a dope problem. It was a problem. But here's what he would say. 
Be ye therefore ready for in an hour that you think not. A lot of people thinking not right now. There's a lot of people wishing not, hoping not. I got kids, man, they're having babies. You know, I got grandkids, great-grandkids and all that. But somebody will be doing that when he comes. As it was in the days of Noah. They were marrying, giving in marriage. All that. We associate progress with movement. As long as we're moving, it can't happen. No. The rain was an interruption. The hailstones were an interruption. The rapture is going to be a definite interruption. Get to come back and celebrate, then we get to reign with him a thousand years. As the angels are now with that power and capacity, we'll be like that reigning with God, but it will it'll be a spiritual thing. Flesh and blood people will come through that. And we'll rule over uh, with Jesus over them. I think that's kind of cool. Huh? I don't know. I don't know what he'll be like, but I know when he comes, I'll be like him. Anybody wants to pray these prayers? Is that okay? Uh, for anything? Pray with it. It's the word that heals. You don't have to be preaching about healing. It's the word and the spirit that heals. Matthew 8, 16 says, When the evening was come, they brought to him many that were possessed with devils and infirm, and, and, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that the word heals. Here's a scripture, Luke chapter 9, verse 44. I'm going to pray this over you. Let these sayings sink down into your ears. For the Son of Man shall be delivered into the hands of men. What was Jesus saying? Learn the word. I'm not always going to be here to tell it to you. Learn it. Think on it. Think on these things. Meditate. Read. Study. Meditate. Speak the word. You can say, well, I don't be a fanatic. Well, you better. Anybody takes up any kind of business and does not plan to be doing fanatically or to quit. You take up any kind of education, you don't you don't want to do it fanatically, which to me is with all your heart, then you should find something to do. You're going to be a Christian. We need to be that kind. Amen. So uh, let me pray over you. Is there anybody here that needs to make a decision? This sounds a little old timey, but let me tell you the truth. One day late is too late. One day late is too late. If I ask you the question, if your heart stopped beating right now in the next 60 seconds, do you know 
what would become of your soul? I mean, do you know? I know whom I believe. I'm persuaded. If you don't, if you can't answer that question, you need to fix it. Go steady as long as you want, but that ain't being married. You can be engaged as long as you want, but that ain't being married. There's a dedication, there's a vow, there's a communion. That's why fornication is one of the biggest problems of the church today. People think it's only a paper, no. It's a covenant that God Almighty made that happens by words. I had a buddy of mine was in prison. This girl was calling him. Said he got married over the phone. I guess you could do that. I don't I don't want to get I don't I don't want to chance it. Look that person in the eye and make a vow. That's the way it is with God. Shake your head at me if you believe it. Well, I don't mean to leave you hanging, but that's all we got today. That ain't all we got. That's all I'm going to do. Stand up with me. That's okay. Uh, somebody else coming up, Sarah? Or you're gonna come, Jerry's going to come up. I just want to pray with you, and then we'll get your boy come on. hands up with me. We're not dismissing just this moment. I just want to pray this prayer over you. I pray, Father God, that your spirit, your spirit would engrave this information on the fleshy table of people's hearts. Not to make them restless when they can't sleep, not to scare them, but to awake them Wake them up. This, this is that day. This is that time. Not just what we read, but what we've ran into. We've run into your clock. We've run into your season. We've run into your justice. God, I repent. I repent for my nation killing babies, giving up the union of holy matrimony, putting away the word of God, taking away prayer, and dismissing you as the creator. God, forgive us. God, forgive us. Nine men in black robes cannot determine my fate. I believe in the word of God. I believe in the holy scripture. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe in Father God. And I believe that you're long-suffering. God, that you have mercy. Sometimes it's sharp. But I'm asking you, God, circumcise our hearts, God. Renew our faith. Bring us back, God, to the altars of heaven. Come, let us appear at Calvary and die with you. We love you, Jesus. 
Thank you for the warning. Thank you, Lord. This is, this is like smoke compared to a flame. Thank you for warning the earth. It's time to repent. In Jesus' name. Everybody said. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y.com.
We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com.